You are listening to episode 11 of the TJ Tells It podcast. Today, I'm telling you about nutrition and good eating habits. Welcome to the TJ Tells It podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and this is your straight talk guide to the fitness lifestyle by a non-traditional fitness junkie. Have you ever said, I could never run, lift weights, take a spin class, complete a 5K, or even that marathon? If you ever said, I'm not the fitness type, Are you afraid to go to the gym because you don't know where to start or what to do? Or are you just looking for a little motivation to get out the door? If I just described you, then this is the podcast for you. You will hear about starting a health and fitness lifestyle, tips and tricks to staying on track and motivated. You'll learn the ins and outs of becoming a healthier you. You will also get to meet some of my favorite fitness junkies around and more. Lace up your shoes and let's get this journey started. Welcome, welcome to the TJ Tell the Podcast. I am TJ, I am your host, and we will be talking about nutrition and good eating habits today. I wanted to give you all some basic information about nutrition and some good eating habits to consider. So I was talking with a friend, um, yes, the same friend who has restarted her health and fitness journey, and it seems like we have a different conversation every week, which then leads to me going, oh yeah, I should probably tell my listeners about that topic or I should give a little information or, oh, I have some extra information that would be useful to anyone that is on a health and fitness journey. And this week it was about what are the basics of nutrition and where do I go if I want to just do a little quick reading about it and um, confirm that my diet is okay or see if I need to make any changes? Well, let's start with the super basics of nutrition. And I always like to start with the idea of there are three macro um, categories of foods that every diet should contain proteins, carbs, and fats. I'm sure if you know anything at all about uh, how to have a healthy diet or have even just heard people talking about it, someone's talking about how protein's good for you or protein's bad for you. Carbs are good. Carbs are out. Fat, don't do that. Or you must have as much fat as possible. There is a lot of noise in the nutrition space. And hopefully by the end of this, I will have given you at least the building blocks of knowing what you're looking at when you are reading about different eating styles, different diets to either lose weight, sustain life, build muscle, and know at least what they're talking about and be able to figure out whether or not it's something that would work for you. So let's talk about what is protein, what is carbs, what is fat. Protein. Protein is anything uh, meat, so chicken, pork, beef, shrimp, things like that considered protein. Eggs are a source of protein and some non-meat or animal-based proteins or plant-based proteins are legumes, beans, nuts, tofu, seeds, and things like that all have great uh, protein content. What are carbs? When you are thinking about carbs, think about fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. Those are the carbs that your um, most diets contain and are a part of a balanced plate. There's also simple versus complex carbs, and that deals with how your body processes it and where it goes. So whether it goes to storage or if it goes to energy, and sometimes it's a little bit of both. If you think about 
foods such as your lettuce to your apple to your berries to squash, things like that. Those are all carbs as well as your pastas, your whole grains, oats, rice, and even beans and legumes also have carbs in them. Now let's talk about fats. It's the third macronutrient that your body needs. Fats are anything from oil to animal fat, so like lard or the fat that's marbled throughout your steak, as well as nuts and avocados are all sources of fat. There's good fat, there's bad fat, but every diet needs to contain some form of fat. Of course, you want to go for your healthier fats that are in, for instance, your nuts, your olive oils, your avocados, and things like that, and decrease the amount of they call saturated fats and keep keep it to a minimum, but you want to have fat in your diet. As a matter of fact, um, some of your micronutrients, which we'll talk about in a minute, need fat to be absorbed by your body. So, you know, it's okay to add your olive oil to your salad so that you can absorb the vitamins that are in the vegetables. So I like to tell people that having a dry salad isn't necessarily more beneficial to your health and well-being than to have a salad with a teaspoon or two of olive oil on it because if you have the olive oil, you'll be able to absorb the micronutrients and vitamins and minerals in the vegetables. So let's talk about micronutrients. What are they and where do they come from? Micronutrients are your minerals and vitamins and they're found in all three of the macronutrients, but mainly in your fruits and vegetables. You'll find the micronutrients that you need to um, make sure that things stay um, working in proper order, allow you to maintain a level of health and fitness that is crucial to um, staying alive. And what types of minerals and the levels will depend on your body because every body is different. Um, I should note that I am not a registered dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. I did do some research. I did consult some articles of my favorite um, registered uh, dietitian that I have available to me. Um, Her name is Alyssa and she works at Good Measure Meals. And I will link her healthy eating habits article and information about how if you want to reach out to her and consult about your diet and see where you are and what you should be doing uh, in the show notes. But that all being said, I have had to do a lot of my own research, a lot of trial and error to figure out what foods work best for me. I always tell people when they're like, oh, what do you eat? I'm like, it is complicated to feed me. I'm gluten-free, can't have any artificial sweeteners. I have inflammation triggers from blueberries and oranges and squash and tilapia, which are all healthy foods, but they're not healthy for me. Which leads me to another one of those um, sayings that I like to say is there are lots of healthy foods, but that does not mean they're healthy for everyone. So for instance, eating things with uh, gluten in them is disastrous for my intestinal tract and it is also causes inflammation in my body and I just have an intolerance to it. And I, so I don't eat it. I am 100% gluten free and kind of a bit obsessive about it, but I have to be in order to be able to feel good. I um, don't like the, I don't like feeling crappy. And so there are certain things that I just refuse to eat and refuse to expose my body to because I hate the way that I feel and it takes time to 
recover from it. it de- it's debilitating, really. And so when I get glutened, it has its immediate side effects. And then it has some long lasting ones because my body's got to heal and recover from it, which derails my fun, which is going to a fitness class or just being out and about in general. And so people have those things where it may not be an allergy in that you're going to have anaphylactic shock, but it makes you feel so terrible that you don't do it. So because I've noticed a link between certain foods and the way that I feel, I have a list of things that I try to avoid or limit um, the amounts that I have because like I said, it's complicated to feed me. I also can't do raw vegetables. That's a whole nother story for another day. But so I cook my vegetables and some vegetables like tomatoes, you actually get more nutrients from cooked tomatoes than you do raw tomatoes. And then I also cook them in fat. And as I was saying before, your micronutrients, your minerals and vitamins are sometimes fat soluble. And so I uh, get the benefit of more of the nutrients, especially since my body's absorbing them if they are partially um, cooked. So that all being said, what kinds of healthy eating habits can you establish so that you can make sure that you're getting your macro and micronutrients in your diet? This is just a high level list of things that you can try to um, kind of put yourself on a path to to a healthier eating style and diet. Let's pause for a second. Let's talk about this term diet. Um, diet has been taken over by the commercial industry. And now most of the time when people talk about the term diet and they say, oh, I'm on a diet, they mean that they're trying to change their body composition in some way. Generally, it's to lose weight. I want to burn all the fat. I'm going to get down to a certain number on the scale. But when I talk about diet, I'm talking about the foods that you eat eat to on a daily basis to sustain life to keep going whether you have an ultimate body composition change goal in mind so whether you want to build muscle burn fat do all of the above your diet is what you eat to make that happen and it doesn't have to have a goal of losing weight to be called your diet so how can you have good habits for your diet The first thing I always say is before you try any of what I like to call fad diets or the popular um, eating styles that are going around, your paleo, your keto, your low carb, your high carb, your know this, your know that, your eat from this color or that box kind of diet, you need to know what a balanced plate is going to look like. So the first thing I say is learn and eat a balanced plate. So the um, myplate.gov is a great site to go to and you can see what a general uh, balanced plate looks like. You're going to have about half of it being fruits and vegetables, a quarter of it being your protein, and the other um, quarter or so being your fats. And then you also have your dairy component or your calcium sources. And eat like that for a while and see how you feel. Um, In the meal prep episode, I was talking about how you want to have a balanced plate when you're meal prepping and coming up with what you're going to eat during the week. And that's still my number one bit of advice before you start cutting things out and increasing and decreasing is try and eat a balanced plate so that you can see what it feels like. You can see what it looks like. Learn to see what is half a plate of vegetables really look like. And for a person who doesn't like vegetables, a half a plate of vegetables is kind of distressing. Because if you gave me my choice, I'd say bring on the meat at all times. I like to say I'm a meatitarian sometimes. But I know that I need fruits and vegetables in order to... uh, 
kind of sustain life and be able to fuel and perform at the level in which I want to perform at in my different fitness ventures. I do love a good piece of fruit. And so getting my fruit in is generally less difficult than getting in vegetables, but I've come up with ways to kind of trick myself into eating them and found some ones that I really like. This week, it was a butternut squash carrot Thai red curry paste soup that I had, as well as doing mushrooms and peppers and not peppers, celery and onions with my chicken and rice dish. So I find ones that I really, really like, and I do tend to eat those on repeat until I'm like, oh, I need a different something. And that's okay too. So the next good habit is to make sure that you are consuming fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables are a key way to get in those micronutrients and minerals that are going to keep your muscles growing, your bones bones strong, and your mental faculties together and being able to function just even in your day-to-day life, whether you work a office job where you do a lot of reading or you have a, a more labor and intensive job, you need those micronutrients and the fuel that fruits and vegetables give you. Like I said in last week's episode, episode 10, which was seven simple actions to start your journey or keep it moving forward. One of them was to eat an extra serving of fruits and vegetables every day. Fruits and vegetables are key. The third good habit is to make sure that you're getting in some form of calcium. I do that by drinking Fairlife milk and getting it in other foods, including fruits, vegetables, like um, nuts and things like that. But you need to get in your dairy. Um, Cheese also has dairy, but you have to watch that because it does have fat in it, but you need some fat in your diet. So um, cheese is a great option, but making sure that you are eating in a portion controlled manner will be uh, super helpful to that. Uh, The fourth good habit is to make sure you're eating enough protein. I find that people will say, oh, I'm going to stop with the processed foods and I'm going to eat the perimeter of the grocery store and I'm going to eat clean and they increase their fruits and vegetables. They start drinking more water water and they're having their nuts and their yogurt, but they're not getting in enough protein. Women traditionally don't get in uh, enough protein for their bodies. And there are calculators online to figure out how much protein you need just in a general basis. And I'll, I'll find a good one and link it in there and you can put your height and weight and age in there and it'll tell you about how many grams you need to um, eat a day in protein. And then it will also calculate how many calories that is and things like that. But um, the easiest way to figure out what your macronutrient split is, is to use an app called MyFitnessPal. You can log in a day's worth of food and even in the free version, it'll give you a pie graph and tell you which percentage of of your foods are in which macronutrient category. It'll also give you some of the micronutrients like your vitamin C and your vitamin A and your sodium and your sugar content and things like that um, in the free version. And I uh, will every so often plug in my meal plan for the week and see whether or not it's balanced for what I need for my uh, goals at the time. So I recently put in what I meal prepped for the week and made sure that I had enough of uh, protein grams in there and enough of my dairy and calcium grams and as well as getting in enough um, micronutrients and 
some fats. So that leads me to the fifth good habit. Don't skip fat. That is good for you. Avocados, nuts, olive oil, coconut oil, all of those things are great sources of fats and will help you be able to absorb the micronutrients. It also serves the purpose of making you feel more satisfied and satiated. And so if you are trying to cut back on your calories because you realize that you um, were eating 5,000 calories a day, but not working out to um, need 5,000 calories a day and then all of a sudden you're like I'm hungry all the time. If you're hungry all the time that means that you need to look at your plate and see whether or not it's balanced and when you fix a plate of food make sure that you have protein, you have some fruits and vegetables, maybe a serving of a whole grain such as rice or oats or um, a whole grain pasta, beans, legumes, things like that as well as some fat. So having a little bit of fat in your, um, in every meal will help you stay full longer and you won't feel like you're starving all the time. Another good habit is to have some variety. Eat the rainbow. That's a real thing. It's not just for Skittles, but in life, your plate should look very colorful. It doesn't have to be all green and brown, but you have some purple, have some orange in there. That way you're getting in a variety of nutrients. Also, you eat with your eyes. If you have a colorful plate and it looks pretty to you, you're more likely to eat everything that's on there and you're more likely to eat healthier. I like a good variety in my foods. Yes, I will meal prep and eat sometimes the same thing for a week, but I like to vary it up and have a mix. So like I had celery, onions, and mushrooms mixed together to make one of my vegetable components or two, two servings really in that vegetable set, but it was a variety of foods. I also had um, my oranges and yellows with sweet potatoes and carrots, and it gave me some variety in my food and in my diet and also just tastes different. So if food tastes good to you and it looks good to you and it's a bunch of different colors, then you're more likely than not getting in a bunch of different uh, nutrients that is great for having healthy habits. So let's recap those healthy habits that you can try to establish. The first one is have a balanced plate. Eat your proteins, carbs, and fats in each meal that you eat and you will feel better for it. Second one is to make sure that balanced plate includes fruits and vegetables and eat a variety of them. The third one is don't forget about your dairy and calcium. If you can drink milk or eat yogurt, you should do that. If you need to find a different source of calcium, you can Google non-dairy sources of calcium and that will uh, give you a bunch of different options that you can try. The fourth one is protein. Make sure that you're getting enough protein in your diet. I love protein. It's generally not an issue for me, but you do have to make sure that you're eating enough of whatever your protein source is so that you can hit the grams that you need. The fifth one is don't forget about the fat. Include fat in your diet. Guacamole is a good thing. Guacamole on a salad, guacamole on vegetables, olive oil, sauteed vegetables, as long as you don't go overboard with it, are great things so that you can absorb all of the nutrients that are in those vegetables that you've now added into your diet. The sixth good habit is variety. If you mix it up, you're more likely to sustain the other five habits because you won't get bored with it and you'll be giving your body a variety of those good health nutrients and whatnot. So the last little thing I'm going to leave you with is 
to find an eating plan that you can sustain long-term. If you have one of these short-term, oh, you eat these things for 21 days, or even you eat this for a week and you're gonna lose 50 pounds, you know that's not realistic. Let's keep it real. Losing 50 pounds in a week, unless you have some kind of condition or something, and even then I would argue that losing 50 pounds in a week is not a good thing. It's not sustainable. That's why people will yo-yo back and forth. They feel great for a week and then they all of a sudden feel terrible or you're trucking along and then you're like, I just don't understand why I'm tired all the time. It's probably because your nutrition is off and you need to balance it out. I went through a bunch of different eating plans and different combinations of foods and things like that in order to kind of settle on what is best to fuel my body. And it changes. And knowing that you need to be flexible in your long-term eating plan is going to serve you leaps and bounds along your journey. I pay attention to what my body likes on a given day. And sometimes it's super frustrating because as I said before, it's complicated to feed me. It's super frustrating when I'm like trucking along and I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. This is great. And then one day I eat it and I'm like, oh, no feel so great with this. It might just mean I've had an overload because I kind of sometimes can eat the same things over and over again, but it just means I need to listen to my body, give it something different, give it a break. It's just like if you do the same exercise over and over again, the same muscles are being used and you could end up with overuse or you're not having a balanced body. It's the same thing with your food and your nutrition. You need to have a balanced, flexible uh, eating plan, but you got to do what works for you. Keep in mind that you cannot compare yourself to the person next to you. Just because Sally Joe stops eating all carbs and loses a bunch of weight and feels great and has all the energy in the world does not mean that if you stop eating all carbs that you will have the same results as her. Remember that each person is different. Each journey and the nutrition portion for sure is going to be different and every body has its own quirks and things that it likes and doesn't like and at a given time, it may or may not work for you. It's just like cravings. Like I'm a super junk, uh, sugar junkie. I talked about how I am candy free is because it is a thing for me. But I know other people who are like, eh, candy, take it or leave it. But those potato chips, I'm all about it. So be flexible. Find something that sustains you and not worry about what other people are doing and you'll have long-term success with your nutrition plan. If this didn't clear it up or give you enough information, I highly recommend you at least have a consultation with a registered dietitian, but make sure you find one that's good for you. Make sure one that's gonna listen to you and take into account your likes and dislikes and help you come up with a plan that will work for your body and for your goals. I've done this. I've met with several of them. I've taken the things that I like a lot from each one of them and it's helped inform me. Do a little reading. Know at least that you need to have protein, carbs, fat on your plate to make it balanced and your carbs need to be not just 
a giant mound of white rice, but it needs to include some vegetables and fruits and that a little bit of pasta and whole grain isn't going to kill you. Have a bowl of spaghetti with meat sauce with vegetables added to it and with your good olive oil and maybe even a sprinkle of Parmesan cheese and I promise you, you'll love it and your body probably will too. This is just the beginning of our conversation on nutrition and good eating habits. I will have more episodes in the future because like I said, I've learned a lot because it's complicated to feed me. Until next time. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time for another episode of the TJ Tells It podcast telling about a health and fitness journey. You can find all the archive episodes and show notes at tjtellsit.com forward slash podcast. Never miss the next episode by subscribing through your favorite podcast app such as Stitcher, iTunes, or Google Play. Or just sign up for my email newsletter on tjtellsit.com. Not only that, signing up will score you a free weekly fitness planner. You can join me on Facebook to discuss the episodes and all things related to a health and fitness journey in the TJ Tells It community on Facebook. Just three questions to answer and I'll add you to the group. You can send your questions to me at tj at tjtellsit.com. In between episodes, you can follow my journey on Instagram or Twitter by following TJ Tells It. Until next time, keep in mind that this is a one step at a time, always moving forward journey, and you will too succeed on your health and fitness journey. I'm TJ and I'm telling you.